you're listening to the Well Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's menstrual cycle educator, natural fertility coach, and daytime mermaid. This is a place where we discuss all things periods, poo, ovulation, fertility, and sex. Join me weekly as we rediscover our menstrual cycles, unlock its superpowers, and guide you back into your cyclical nature. You're listening to episode 175 of the Well Woman podcast. This is our Reclaiming Your Cycle mini-series. And in this episode, we're talking about managing inner autumn. You know, that pre-menstrual phase that sometimes many vulva owners think is the most challenging phase of their cycle. And we are talking about specifically mood swings and emotional eating. Now, this is quite common in this particular time of your cycle, but is it normal? That's the question we're really asking. Is it normal? So when it comes to managing our moods and our emotions, we really need to understand inner autumn itself first, this luteal phase of our cycle. So if you haven't already listened to our previous episode from last week, episode 174 on getting to know your inner autumn time, I suggest pausing this and going watching that and then coming back and then listening to this as we dive deeper into really the nitty gritty parts of autumn. So when it comes to our mood swings and our emotions, naturally our time of our cycle in in autumn is a little bit like Six Flags in North America or Dreamworld in Australia. It's like a roller coaster. And that's because when you look at a hormonal chart, the lines of the hormones, you can see that they're up and they're down and they're kind of all over the place and like what is actually going on here? So after we've ovulated, which is our season before we hit inner autumn, this premenstrual time, our ovulation triggers the inner autumn luteal phase. And so once we have ovulated, our body naturally goes into the mode of, yes, we've conceived and we're going to conceive and we're going to create a baby and that's the whole purpose of reproduction. And it thinks we're going through this process. Now, around seven or so days into our luteal phase, once we've ovulated, we hit a peak of progesterone in a healthy cycle. And this peak of progesterone comes just before the body realizes, like, hang on a second, I actually haven't conceived. So quick change change of plans, team. We are heading back towards menstruation. So when this happens, we go from excessive production of progesterone to a decline quickly in hormone production. And at this particular time, this is when most vulva owners and menstruators experience the mood swing or the emotional eating challenge. But this isn't just a hormonal thing. A lot of the time we're like, ah, you're hormonal. It's like, no shit, we're all hormonal actually. Every single person on the planet develops and produces hormones thanks to the endocrine system. So yes, we are hormonal beings. However, We aren't just mood swingy or emotionally up and down because of hormones. There are many other factors. And how we care for our body at the beginning of our cycle in our menstrual time, so in a winter and in a summer and spring, contributes to how we feel and our overall experience in in autumn. So let me give you an example. Most people during their inner winter generally go on with life the same way they always do. They don't always switch up going to the gym. They just keep going. You know, they don't always allow themselves to rest. And FYI, rest doesn't mean you need to take the whole day off work with your legs up the wall. It means that you just have awareness of restfulness. That means that you go to bed a little bit earlier. You don't give yourself so many things to do in those days. You allow yourself to do light movement that's more restful and yin-like as opposed to like yang and out there and sweaty and hot. And that's because our body needs some nurturing nourishment at this time of menstruation with rest. 
this is a time of detoxification. So when we do that, we actually provide ourselves the right ability to approach the rest of our cycle. So if you have challenges with mood swings and emotional eating and craving and ups and downs and like, oh my God, I'm PMSing so bad in this luteal inner autumn phase, I suggest and encourage you to have a look at these other times and phases of your cycle. So with your winter, yes, you want to rest. But in, in a spring, this springtime, as I've already talked about in an earlier episode where we focus on inner spring, it's very much about like a rise of estrogen, a buildup of creativity, a buildup of playfulness. And when this occurs, we generally put ourselves out there more. We are more seen. We are more social. We want to be out in the world a little bit more. We go a little bit harder at the gym and we try to do things a little bit more challenging. But if your lifestyle is not supportive of that, for example, you're having extremely late nights, your sleep cycles out, you're very stressed at work or your hobbies or your study or your home life, that actually doesn't line you up to put yourself out there really well and with lots of energy in inner spring. So when you do put yourself out there and you've got lots of these other lifestyle challenges contributing at this particular time, when you get to inner autumn, this luteal premenstrual phase, it can feel like the world is crashing down on you and it's not crashing down. You've just been pushing yourself really hard. So if you are someone who experiences PMS challenges, mood swings, emotional cravings, all of those bits and pieces, I strongly encourage you to look at how you're supporting yourself in the other phases of your cycle. Are you resting? Do you have space for rest? Are you allowing a good sleep cycle or are you just go, 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 go? And our Western world really supports us with the patriarchy to like, yes, yeah, sister, you can do it. Anything you can do, I can do bleeding and I'm going to keep going and pushing and putting myself out there. But is that really beneficial for your cycle? Now, the only way you're going to know that is to come to your own conclusions based on your own experiences. That means you need to give resting a go before you can actually see what the full experience in your inner autumn is like. Remember, it takes about one to three cycles to really notice some great changes in your, in your cycle overall. So if you are someone who has these, you know, ups and downs in this luteal phase, that's the first place I want you to start right there. The next thing I want you to look at is where in your life are you feeling really challenged? Where in your life are you feeling really overwhelmed? Is it in conversations? Is it with your to-do list? What is it for you? In inner autumn, we also have, based on our hormone balance and where our endocrine system is aligned, we have more articulation. We are very articulate in our mind and we have this action of getting things done. I call this the get shit done phase, by the way. But we're like, yes, 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 we can do this. And we feel like we want to just clean the house and get everything ready. And that's because autumn is also a harvesting season. It's the season of where we're preparing to bunker down for our winter. This is the same in the outer seasons as it is for your inner seasons. So when we have this mentality of doing all these things and getting things done, our body, especially when we've been pushing ourselves and not getting good sleep and maybe overstressed, we compromise our immune system and our viral response goes down. Now, when this happens, we are more likely to feel fatigued. We're more likely to feel irritated and frustrated. And this happens regardless of where you are in your cycle. But it's more likely to come to like an eruption at the top of the volcano at this time of your cycle if you've been pushing yourself too hard. So when we look at managing our emotions and understanding our emotions before we talk about emotional eating, a lot of the time 
it really starts with support. How are you supporting yourself around this? Has there been something that's been irritating you and you've just been putting it to the side through your spring and your summer and then all of a sudden when your autumn arrives, you're like, ah, this wild woman archetype roars out in you and you say something out of the ordinary or you lash out verbally in a way that you wouldn't normally do. And so this is a really good time for you to be introspective. This is the start of your yin time of your cycle. So look at how am I really feeling and what is really coming up for me at this stage of my cycle. Now, of course, your hormones, like I suggested, are up and down and going through all these different changes right now too. Your body's thinking that it's conceived and pregnant, then it decides that, oh, actually we're not. So it is going through a bit of a change and shift already naturally and biologically in your body. But are you supporting those shifts and changes? Now, when we feel challenged and we feel irritable and we're angry or frustrated, one of the first things we do to feel fulfilled because we don't feel fully fulfilled is we look to food. Now, this happens in multiple cultures and places around the world, not just here in Australia where I live or where you maybe live in America. It happens a lot all over the place. And that's because food is something that gives us a quick hit. It draws us back to current emotions that we feel right now, but also what we used to feel. So when we look at emotional eating at this time of the cycle, it's because we generally have pushed ourselves so hard that we need the extra sugar to give us a bit of a boost. We're not sleeping as well. We feel overstressed and we need that hit of sugar, but your body might not need that hit of sugar. And then all of a sudden you're craving the chocolate, the sweets, the ice cream, the chips, all of these extra packaged or processed style foods. And sometimes, yes, we do crave extra bananas or we crave extra mangoes or fruits that are high in fructose. Maybe we're craving the sweet potato so much right now. And that can be a natural food source of sugar too. But it's the quantity that we're looking at here. So with emotional eating, when you go to eat a certain food, a lot of the times it's labeled emotional eating when it's something that you don't want to eat and when you're disconnected with the eating skill and habit itself. So we need to bring ourselves back to presence, which is slowing down. It's reducing the stress, the tension, the irritation, the frustration it welcomes in presence and connection with our food. Are we breathing before we eat? Are we allowing ourselves to feel fully connected? Because when we're not fully connected, that's when we're like, <laughs> we just like ravage through a whole bag of chips. And then we get to the bottom and our hand is searching for another handful. And it's like, oh shit, did I just eat that whole bag of chips on my own? Oh my God, put the bag down, Gemma, and walk away. Walk away slowly. Come on, you know the feeling. You've been there before. I've been there before too. And that's because we're not present with the food. And often when we have an emotional downward spiral, so it's not when we're excited and joyful and balanced and harmonious that we do the emotional binging. It's more so when we have the downward spiraling of emotion. And when we feel that way, we crave the foods that once used to give us joy and excitement. And often these are food memories from our childhood. Going on a bit of a rant here, but I think it's really important. So when we're looking at these foods, are they really fulfilling you or are they contributing to the challenge? Are they contributing to the challenge? So when we're looking at mood swings and managing them and also managing emotional eating at this time, first things first is we need to start with a supportive base. 
So if you're like, all right, Gemma, I'm starting ground zero. You need a blank canvas, blank canvas. You hear me? And from the blank canvas, we establish healthy routines. So a healthy sleep cycle. Autumn is the time where we want to start to get more sleep. We want to delve deeper into going to bed a bit earlier, sleeping in maybe a little bit more. We want to allow ourselves to not burst out in the gym and go crazy with all the exercise. Rather, we're looking for long and strong endurance like sports or movement right now at this particular time of your cycle. Do you have these habits in place? What about your stress? Is your stress overbearing? Is it overwhelming? Do you feel like you've felt like this for the last two to three weeks? Ask yourself the question, is this new for me, this feeling right now? Or have I been feeling like this for a number of weeks so far? Have I been feeling like this since my last bleed? And if you have, you can only run on high and go, go, go for so long before you burn out. So now's the time to place those habits in alignment and start with a blank canvas of establishing healthy routines. So sleep and stress are your biggest ones. The third S that contributes to your inner autumn is sugar. And often if we're craving sugar, it could be a nutritional reason. Maybe we aren't getting a supportive breakfast in the morning. Maybe we're not starting our day with the right type of macronutrients. Potentially we're eating the wrong types of foods, which is leading us to crave other types of sugars. So knowing your balance is really important. On a food sense, this is a really great time to eat close to nature. I mean, it's always a good time to eat close to nature, let's face it. But what I mean is eat really close to nature. Eat the food that comes from the dirt. The sweet potatoes, the carrots, the beetroots, the parsnips, the pumpkins that grow on top of the ground, garlic, onion, ginger, turmeric. Oh, the list could go on. These are great grounding foods. And when we feel really in our head, over the top, swingy, like a pendulum swinging from like, I'm good, I'm not good, I'm good, I'm not good. This is the time when grounding foods are really important. So introduce grounding foods, introduce a healthy balance for your movement. These are the best ways to manage how you feel at this particular time of your cycle. Now, emotionally eating, remember, emotional eating is not just binging on chips or Coke or ice cream or lollies or chocolate or whatever it is for you. Sometimes binging can just be binging on strawberries, (laughs) everything in, in moderation. But when it comes to that, before you start that eating, ask yourself the question, is this me that really craves this food right now or is this my emotions? Am I emotionally craving this food or is this actually me craving this food? I have a story that goes with that and I'll share it really quickly is just before I went through my termination experience in 2021, no, 2020, sorry. God, the years are lost. The Rona did that to me in 2020. I, the day before I went in for um, the surgery, I called my best friend, Amber, and I was like, I'm standing out the front of the supermarket and I'm, I'm about to make a very bad emotional eating decision and I need to talk to someone about it. And this is like 9.30 at night. I need to talk some, to, to somebody about it. She would laugh if she heard this story. I need to talk to someone about it. Is this something that I can do that will be okay for my body or is this an ill decision emotionally right now? 
So she guided me through a few questions. And some of the best things we can ask ourselves is, is this going to serve me right now? Or is this just fulfilling my emotions? Now, before I even purchased the food, I knew that this was an emotional eating decision. I was needing some comfort and I just wanted to eat something that brought me joy from a memory that was back in my childhood. And even though I ate the food, I ate it from a place of presence. I prepped all the food once I got home. I laid it all out. I connected with my body. I deep breathed. I felt into my belly and I enjoyed every single mouthful of that food. And that's stuff that I would never normally eat. But in that moment, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make an emotional eating decision here. But I did it in a supportive way. Instead of just binging and shaming and hiding it, I was open about it. I was connected when I did it. So when it comes to eating and having those emotional cravings in this inner autumn premenstrual time, are you connected with what you're eating? Is this an emotional decision? Is this... uh, rage decision? Is this a frustration decision? Are you trying to replace emotions with your food? These are all great questions to explore how you can manage and support yourself in this pre-menstrual inner autumn time. Now, the last thing I'll leave you with is that this inner autumn stage of your cycle is the wild woman archetype. This is the wild, ravishing, luscious, spontaneous, loud, and proud woman. Now, I have a whole class on this particular topic over inside the Well Women Academy, my signature membership group coaching program, all focused on the menstrual cycle. But if you haven't listened to that and you're not a member of the Academy, a few little tips about the wild woman. The wild woman is someone who wants to express and release her energy. She's not holding this energy in and giving it to other people. She's actually cultivating that for herself. So instead of building up a wild woman energy and lashing out on someone and just throwing your energy away. What if you were to use that to dance it at home in your kitchen whilst you chop food up with the knife? What if you were to use that energy to get a bunch of things done on your list of to-dos before you begin bleeding? What if you were to use that energy to sing and really put your voice out there and open your throat chakra? What if you were to use that energy to create paint and just do something that's ravaging like ravishing wild woman archetype is beautiful and a really fantastic energy to embrace so next time you're in your inner autumn I want you to think about what type of energy am I cultivating right now where am I in my cycle what am I doing to nurture and nourish myself where is my stress levels how am I sleeping and what does my food habits look like right now Am I ravishing and pulling through all the food and craving the sugars? Or am I actually able to sit and be with myself and express how I feel? Because this, this is an expressive and expansive time of your cycle. All ready to shed and let go when you dive deep into your inner winter. So I hope this has been a beautiful little insight to managing and understanding our moods and our emotional eating at our inner autumn time. And remember, these are common experiences. They're not normal. So if you feel like they're way out of whack for you and you need support and guidance around this time of your cycle, reach out for some help. Contact me, ask me about menstrual cycle coaching, come and join us inside the Well Women Academy and learn more about your cycle for yourself and discover how you can live in harmony and your inner autumn can be a phase of your cycle that you absolutely 
love. Thank you so much for tuning into every episode of the Well Woman podcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. If this episode excited you, please hit follow on Spotify, which means all of my episodes will pop up in your feed weekly so you never miss a weekly drop. I'd love you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. Love this episode? Come and follow me over on Instagram at wellsome underscore Gemily. Say hi and share what you've taken away from this episode with me. Now, is there a bestie, sister, or a friend who you know who might be fed up, frustrated, and confused with their cycles? Are they ready to join you in awakening their cyclical essence too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your socials, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to them. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our cycles. Now, until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body, and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle.